Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We're good to go. I've been told. It's we're here. Hello, it's Is It Just Me, the podcast where we talk about all sorts of utter rubbish. You know the drill by now because that's the most important stuff in life. Wouldn't you agree, James, co-host Williams? No, I would not at all. Oh, How dare God. I? I'm offended. No. Well, there you go. I mean, that's, we, we do like to argue about utter nonsense we because do. it stops us thinking about everything going to hell in a handcart. Yes. Hello, Joe Elvin. Yeah, hi, that's hello. me, by the way. I'm Joe Elvin. <laughs> I and forgot we, to introduce you. We're joined by a very wise head today, although I think she begs to differ, but she is a sort of celebrated actress, um, already a superstar, deputy queen of the jungle, deputy, reigning deputy queen of the jungle. It's Emily. Do you know what I forgot to ask you, though? Is it Emily Attack or Atak? Atak. Atak. It's a weird name. It's See, I am a professional. Um, I ask those questions live on air <laughs> rather than It's fine. No, I'm, I'm thinking of changing it to Attack because everybody just thinks it's Attack. But can I just say, how long has Christina Aguilera been famous? 20 years. And when people... I mean, I'm not even Christina Aguilera. Shock horror, everyone. I'm not Christina Aguilera. Not. But when I hear people say Christina Aguilera... I literally see red because I'm like, how long has she been famous? Her name's Aguilera. It's like, I'm so bored. Are you of her. sure you're right? No, I'm right. I know I'm I right. I say Aguilera. Agu- no. Oh, oh no. no, Emily, we're falling out already. Agu- no, I say Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. It's a hard oh, Aguilera. It's not Aguilera. She's not a mineral water. I know right. a girl who says Ben Affleck instead of Ben Affleck. Like well, it, it sounds like a cough medicine. Yeah, ben she's Affleck. weird. Ben Affleck. Well, yeah. she can go and sit with the Aguilera people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can fuck right off. <laughs> anyway, welcome, I Emily. I told Emily you it's the important issues, Emily. It really I told is. It really is. Yeah. No, this is the important stuff to talk about. It Come is. on, everyone's sick of talking about but, serious but stuff. As you're actually trying to to grow your mental age and your personal development mm, via your ovaries. new <laughs> and your ovaries yeah. via your new TV show on W Channel. Yeah, adulting. About it. Do you know it's so funny talking about all these things because I can't actually believe they're all happening. It's really bizarre. I feel like I'm explaining someone else's life. Um, so yeah, I've I've got a new show, adulting, Ad- adulting, adulting, adulting. Yeah. Oh, potato, it's one of those. Potato, potato, yeah, Aguilera, Aguilera. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's it's on W Channel and it's it's kind of like a 
reality meets documentary sort of series. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I've only seen one episode. Well, I've seen an episode, and I just want to say to you, I think it's actually what I love about it is you're unfiltered, but it's not in that nasty, grubby way. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes. Right. When you say reality TV, it's become a yeah, bit of a yeah, yeah, you don't want to call a, it that, a bit of a taboo word. Yeah. Reality, yes. but I just find it really engaging, really relatable. Oh, um, and like I said, you share, but you don't overshare. And I know that overshare right. is a funny word because I think I do the oversharing off camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Those poor that poor camera crew. Oh, you can God. do it on the podcast though because yes. no one can see you. Oh, fine. This yeah. is a safe, safe space, Emily. Safe yeah. space. Yeah. Love it. So, and you're you're learning to adult. I love that adults yes. become. A verb, yeah. Um, but adulting is hard. Yeah, it's I so speak hard. From long, long experience. I just can't believe how hard it is. I feel like in life, you know, you're taught about puberty and how difficult that's going to be. You talk about menopause and how difficult that's going to be, but you're not taught. The where in between the fuse box is in your house. And then it's yeah. like, okay, about so, mortgages. Yeah, here's or, a box of tampons. Off you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll never forget that. That, that instruction yeah. I got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure yeah. out the tampons, to be honest. Um, you're no, but you're in the wrong place. You are. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm a 40 something man who still mm. rings his mum and dad to ask for the most mundane. But this is what I'm I'm figuring out. I'm figuring out that actually I don't think anybody ever feels truly like an adult. Well, I am considerably older than you. And I hate to tell you. You can't be that. No, I am. I'm, I'm, well, if you're about to turn 30, that's part of the thing. I'm. I, this is my last year of my 40s. No I way. Know, I believe. know. I love that. I, I, lo- I love that, that phone. No. <laughs> that's no. brilliant. Thanks for that, Emily. You're my favourite That's yeah. not me just being nice. You can, come a, you can come again, Emily. That was yeah. very good. But I can't believe that. But the point is not to harpoon for that compliment. <laughs> as, as Richard we, E. Grant yeah. once accused us. Um, <laughs> but it, the point Name is... Name drop. <laughs> I think Ooh, in a lot of ways it actually gets harder you just get yeah. more confused as you get oh, older really? also, in a also, lot of ways but no, do you know what I think it is as well is you actually have an internal dialogue with yourself because you guilt trip yourself for not knowing this shit yes. you've been led you've been fed this lie that there's such a thing as being a fully fresh yeah. fleshed grown up adult and everything works in like an order no one ever gets to that point no. we're all just basically trying to get on with stuff but we need to sort of break that taboo because I think we all give ourselves a hard time for not yeah. being able to handle life and life is hard and yeah. you need to lean on people and there's and, nothing wrong uh, with asking exactly. for help. Exactly. And I think as well, without go- it sounds a bit trite constantly going on about social media and uh, you know the pressures of social media and Instagram and things, but now everybody is essentially in the spotlight now, you know, whether you're a celebrity or not, mm. you're still, if you have social media, you're still on this platform yeah. to be put out there for criticism and to be compared to other people. People are comparing lives, comparing what they're doing and people are going oh you know Sarah 29 from Bedfordshire she's married with two kids why aren't I and she's got the perfect house and the perfect dog on her Instagram and we're all going oh my god why haven't I you know why haven't I achieved that and you feel like you're failing in some way so I think it's it's the social media comparison thing yeah. as well that everybody's feeling that pressure. Yeah, and so absolutely. basically, for people who haven't seen the show, essentially you, you kind of focus on spe- specific. I can never say that yeah. word. Specific areas or sort of challenges, right? Yes. Each episode, the so sort you, of obvious things yeah. that we all go, oh god, yeah. you know, like um, being um, being a mum. When when am I going to do that? Um, you know, body image. Um, oh god, what are the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> Start, I mean, are, are you done filming? Are you still feel yes. you're done? I mean, they keep saying we're done and then they turn up at my door and go, could we just film you wiping your ass? Yeah. No. 
That's TV for you. Yeah. Then they'll ne- they always want more. They always want, especially when it's this kind of thing, because yeah. they wanted the access. You know, they wanted that really close access. And just basically, don't let anything monumental happen to you, because yes. they'll just come knocking again. Oh and go, my oh, god! Can we have a film of that, oh, please? I couldn't <laughs> Read a reaction tell them. shot of that, please. If I hadn't seen them for like a few days and something exciting had happened, I couldn't tell them about it because just, they'd be like, "Don't! Why didn't we get it on camera? Don't tell them." When you lose your virginity, just don't, <laughs> tell, don't tell them about that. I am keeping yeah. that. S- save that yeah. for the next podcast yes. you're on yeah. with us, yeah? yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, but what, was there any moment where you thought, oh God, do I want to film this? Do I actually want to talk about this? Yeah, well, I think it was the moment where my legs were in the air and I was having a fertility test and I was having things prodded up my hoo-ha and my ovaries were literally on a screen. <laughs> I thought, right, I've gone too far. I, and you're like, this is now my day job. Yes, and I just thought, Okay, how have I ended up here? No, but, but I think that's a that's such a helpful conversation. Yeah, I really yeah. think so. I think I think so. And the more I sort of, you know, it's, it's easy to think that when you have got your legs in the air and you're going, oh god. But actually, I was speaking to the doctor about it, and she said, you know, she said, um, like, you need a pat on the back for doing this because nobody, everyone's too terrified to kind of have these fertility tests and things like that. And and actually having them, they're really good to do because then at least you have options if mm. there is a problem or, you know, it's just good to know what your body body is saying. I had no idea what th- about anything. I've never had a sex education lesson in my life. I maybe had one at school, you know, a really tame one that the teacher. But we all just talk. laugh through those. Exactly. No one actually pays attention. It's a weird video with a woman with a really hairy fanny. She gets <laughs> it out. We all have to look at it. It's the same video they've been playing yeah. to kids for I about 30, 40 money. years. All right. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> she was yeah. young. Yeah. Uh, she was a girl on the up. Yeah. Lovely fanny. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's even better than the age compliment. The just keep them coming, Emily. Anyone has ever said to me. It's also the biggest lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh. But. But no, yeah, it's one of those things you kind of go, the doctor said, it's it's a very scary thing for people and it shouldn't be. We should know about our bodies and all this stuff that she was showing me and she was explaining to me how the eggs work and I didn't know any of that. None of it's it. It really was bizarre to me when I got pregnant. I was like, oh my God, that stuff works. Yeah. I had, it was yeah. such a weird moment. Yeah. Like, my God. It is weird that you think Sperm plus about. egg yeah. equals human yes it is weird it's terrifying it. It and really I mean, you is. felt quite proud of yourself and chuffed with yourself when you're pregnant it's like well done bod do you know what um, I mean I don't like, know I can't remember it was a long time ago <laughs> but it, I, I just think that it's a weird age th- around 30 where you do have to start thinking about that stuff mm. but I remember being 30 and you don't feel you you don't feel like a grown up no and yet there is that thing where well within 10 years if I haven't done this I'm not going to do it and I think that's a really tricky thing Mm. for young women yeah Mm. it's it's that biological clock isn't it you know we hear those words and your biological clock is ticking and actually what I learn with having these fertility tests and things that's not just a saying for no reason. It's actually true. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit so, of a bummer. It is yeah, a bit of a bummer. Is. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's true. The, the older we get, the the, the more our eggs scramble a little bit. On a positive note, would, would you agree? Because I think maybe the age you're at actually has pretty much brought your career. And in a way, you're having a renaissance, aren't you? In a week. I think you probably it's, wouldn't have said yes to some of the opportunities that have really... like absolutely. Probably going into the jungle, you probably wouldn't have done that maybe four or five years ago. No. Because I guess you were then just an actor, right? Yeah. And when I say just an actor, but you were very much focus on the acting whereas you went into the jungle it's shown you um well shown the public you as a person and i guess it's now opened up all these opportunities you've turned into one of those multi-hyphenate people now emily you're a triple threat it's a dream it's an absolute dream because what happened was i i got frustrated with the industry and i got frustrated that i wasn't getting the jobs i should have been getting and it's all down to it sounds quite extreme to say but 
I I was I was getting older. I wasn't um, I wasn't as slim as I used to be. I wasn't getting the roles that I used to be getting. I was very pigeonholed and typecast um, as the the sexy girl next door type in terms of casting. That's what I was known for, and. When you're so pigeonholed like that, it's great at the time when everything's pointing upwards and, you know, you're, you're slim and you can go out and drink wine every night because your, your metabolism's just going and going. And you think, oh, God, I can eat that pizza because I'm slim. It's fine. But, you know, the reality is I, I got older and I'm not saying I got hideous. I'm just saying... No, far far I, from, no. by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But the reality yeah. is it's a very difficult industry to keep... You've got to keep your head afloat in it and... I felt like I was drowning in it because I wasn't what I used to be. I, I, I just, I was looking more and more like a normal girl rather than a very thin, you know, sort of pin-uppy type. And, and then can I just say as well, with no disparaging of any of your previous co-stars, but it's not quite the same for boys, is it? No. It's, it's not. <laughs> no one gives you a shit what boys wear. kind way. of look like however the hell yeah. you want to look and yeah. that's fine. Definitely. And they yeah. can play the sort of old rough and rugged yeah. bit later. And But as a woman... If you're, especially because I started so early, I started the in between us when I was 17. And to play a very sexy role at a very young age like that, it, yeah, it was great at the time, but it immediately pigeonholes you and yeah. you're immediately put in that bracket. And it's very hard to, to come out of that unless you stay looking like that for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I got frustrated. Um, I was going up for great roles. You know, I've got a great agency and I was going up for all these great roles, getting good feedback as always. And, I, I've built up a really good rapport with casting directors and they were always very complimentary, very nice. But I just wasn't, I wasn't getting the jobs that I used to get. So I tried to do the whole thing of going, right, I'll dye my hair brown then and, you know, put me up for more kind of DCI detective stuff. I just got so lost in it all. And I was doing, I was doing auditions for that and then I felt that wasn't really me. And then I was going, right, okay, what do I do? What do I do? I either carry on just doing this and hope that something will land and it will just be, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a really kind of, a bit of a miracle sort of, oh, brilliant, like, and everybody sort of kept saying, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come, this one job will just get you back into it again. And I kept getting, and I got a, a great job um, in a Disney film playing a PE teacher with my dark hair. So I thought, oh, it's working, it's working. But then what I learned as well, doing those films, those little indie kind of British films, you do them and then they don't take you anywhere really it's kind of like you do them it's good for the cv and then that's it and i started thinking about the jungle i've been asked to do the jungle a few times but i just wasn't in the right headspace for it at all you have to have such a particular kind of mindset and i just thought do you know what i went through a really difficult start to the year um with a breakup and things i was feeling really my mental health was all over the place and i just thought do you know what if i start saying yes to things like this and just see what happens. Um, and if I do it my own way, you know, I don't have to do, I don't have to do it by the book afterwards. I can, I can do the jungle, show people who I am. And then it might be nice to start getting some telework in that pays the bills and da, 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 da. And I accepted the fact that doing something like the jungle might close certain acting doors or whatever. But I just, I was so fed up that I just thought, well, what have you got to lose? Uh, yeah, and exactly. And I need uh, I needed to put a roof over my head yeah. and I needed to buy toilet roll, you know. <laughs> and uh, that's that's where I got to. So I, I love that. I love that whole rationale. I think that's actually 
going to be really inspiring for a well, lot of people and because I think ev- that's everybody why has yeah. those plateau moments where yeah. you just think, well, what now? What yeah. now? And yeah. the jungle was, was such a perfect opportunity not just for the career bits but also for me I was soul searching I didn't really I I got so lost in my life and so lost in everything I wanted to find out who I was again and you made some great friends as well didn't amazing friends I was plonked out the world had my phone taken off me I was out you know no social media to drive me mad like I needed that rehabilitation but the snakes Emily (gasps) oh that's that's a hard out for me I cannot do it but also it's one of those things you do it and you go Oh my God, I can do anything now. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like an analogy yeah. for your life. But, you know, and I think it was also a great opportunity for you for as much as you'd been typecast by mm. casting directors, you know, you'd also been perceived by the public. And I think it was a great way for everyone to see you now as a fully rounded person. Yeah. They fell in love with you. You came second to Harry Redknapp, which basically means you won. <laughs> really? I, was so, I yeah. mean, um, if I was going to lose to anyone, yeah. very happy to lose to Harry Redknapp. And basically, yeah. anyone that loved Emily uh, in the jungle is going to love Yoshi Yosho adulting. So it starts on the W Channel yes, very w soon. Channel, very very soon. soon 26th of June 26th of June write so that in your calendar get it in the yeah. title it's really yeah. it's a really good fun show Emily uh, good luck with it all you, uh, so but much. now we need to move on to some topics are we ready to discuss very, some, very serious yeah. <laughs> some serious shit some serious <laughs> shit let's do it Okay, first up this week, this Emily Atak. It's really fun, by the way. Oh, having a great thanks. time. Yeah, you say that now. Yeah, we've got three topics Buckle to go. Up. Yeah, <laughs> it gets bumpy yeah. from here on in. Yeah. Uh, is it just me, Emily Joe? Is it just me that has no paternal instincts? Now, this is kind of bit, uh, your show. Actually, I watched the first episode. It got me talking. Cause it's very much all about you know, are you ready for motherhood? When's the right time to have kids? And um, yeah, because from my point of view, you know, I really like kids. I don't want everyone to think I'm some sort of Cruella de Vil, like, you know, I eat babies. I hate them. And I yeah. don't. I, I, I really like children. But I've never had that real longing desire to have one of my own. Like, you know, um, I, I, the closest I've got is everyone knows who listens regularly. I've got my dog. and I'm very happy with my dog. And I guess it has awoken a slight kind of paternal instinct in me. But at the same time, I know he's a dog. Like, mm. I love him dearly. But he's not my child. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, this, he is. No, he's not. <laughs> it really creeps me out when people refer to their animals as their daughter or I'd son. Love, I'd laugh so much if the dog just ran in now with a full suit on and like a, <laughs> and like Daddy. a latte oh. on the go. See, it really <laughs> creeps me out. And I love upsetting my <laughs> daughter by referring to the dog as her sister. <laughs> Don't but, say that. Oh, but I think I, that's... But I like that you... Don't refer to them as your child because yeah. that also annoys me. It a bit. creeps me out. Yeah, I mean, I've only just—I I used to be very anti-dogs in clothes. Like yeah. that, that really makes me really tense as well. <laughs> I kind of now make a compromise where I can appreciate they do get cold or wet, a so they need a, they need a, a little coat or a jumper. Yeah. But people that dress their dogs up for Halloween and shit—I mean, come <laughs> on, no, oh, I don't want to see. I don't want to see my dog in a cheerleader outfit. <laughs> um, but yeah, but going back to being a bit serious, I, I do feel like there is this pressure, and especially now on not just men. But I mean, even as a gay man, like, you know, the whole point yeah. originally was, oh, you know, the, the joke is that, you know, that's the one perk. You never have to worry about having kids. But, you know, now I feel like so many of my gay friends yeah, are all having children. You know, yeah. and now I feel like it's gone. There's definitely been a change in my lifetime between people now almost look at me when I say, oh, yeah, I don't want to have children. They almost look at me like I'm a weirdo. Mm. And when I see my heterosexual female friends who genuinely have chosen to yeah. not have children, 
the suspicion with which they're met when they say, and people always assume, oh, did it not happen for you? And yeah. they're like, no, yeah. I chose to not have yeah. them. Yeah. And I really do feel quite passionate about this kind of thing we've been sold for a very, very long time that, you know, male, female, regardless, must you, you must produce yeah. it. your sole purpose mm. of being here. And I just think people who choose to not have kids should be applauded because this mm. planet's under a hell of a strain as it is. Yeah. And also, it's not the be-all and end-all. Mm. But anyway, I've got to go on very serious and got on my no, very high horse. I, I, it's true. I, I think especially, and that's interesting actually to hear from a man's point of view, the pressure you feel as well, because we always talk about the pressure that women feel. Um, but yeah, as you say, you know, it's very normal now for a gay couple to yeah. to have children. So now you're feeling that pressure. And I find that really interesting. Um I think, I mean, for me personally, I've always had a maternal instinct. I've had dollies my whole life. Well, this, I think that has got a lot to answer for it. You know, we're given prams and dollies when we're, oh, yeah. when we're yeah. children. You know, I think that kind of is where it begins. And I think that as we grow up and if, if you get to an age where you think, okay, when, is, when am I going to start feeling like I want kids because I don't yet? You're, you're made to feel abnormal and that's not, that's not nice. That's not right. I actually interviewed a girl a woman um, in in adulting and she she so she chose to be sterilized when she was 30 no 28 wow. 29 um, which is a huge decision to make and she was so set on it and I it was a really interesting interview actually I I kind of tried to sort of go into the um, depths of her relationships with her family and things like that and she did have quite a problematic kind of um, upbringing um, but yeah, she said that her whole life she's just been made to feel that she isn't normal because she, she's just been so, so certain and she's still certain. She loves animals. She's got her animals. Mm. Um, and the weird thing is she's actually a really, she's a very motherly person when you meet her in real life. And my heart broke for her a little bit because I thought maybe if things were different for you growing up, maybe you would have wanted that and you would mm. have been a really good mum. But, you know, that's just my yeah. kind of kind of thing. But it was interesting to hear from her side how alienated she's always felt because she doesn't want to have kids. And that's sad. I think it's when people get stuck in this idea of they cannot comprehend people want a life that's different to the life that they want. Yeah. And I yeah. see that all the time. People just don't understand it. And I think there's a lot of what's taken as offence is just you know, not understanding that that person it's cannot so far conceive of another yeah. worldview and they're not being malicious. But then I've kind of had the slightly other thing where I had my one and only child when I was 35, probably just slipped in just before it all was not possible. But um, I remember when I was telling people I was pregnant, there was such shock and awe because I was the career girl you know even mm. my parents yes. were like oh we just assumed that you they would never have badgered me to have a grandchild but they they were like we just assumed you didn't want that and it's so funny that that you can't win can you no, no but, that, <laughs> bloody but, win. No. but because my career was going well yeah. ergo i must hate children have no maternal instincts <laughs> you know yeah. it's, so, it's yeah. so strange everybody's yeah. got an opinion on your that's thing. the other thing isn't it yeah. it's this work ethic thing of, of now you know we're, we're meant to be business and career savvy now as women yeah, as well either or yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. you're either a stay-at-home mum or the yeah the business career uh, yeah it's difficult it's difficult I mean, I, like I, I also think as well, it's like my thing is, you know, people say to me, oh, you know, I, I, it's not, you know, I, I, I often think, is it an ego thing? Because I hate to say this about, I, I find it especially with men. Men really have been, I think, sold this idea that they've got to continue the line, continue the family name. And I think there's this weird thing built in men where they want to see 
a mini me version of themselves. Oh, you're interesting. And I really an think a lot of men have children because it's the done thing and it's a sign of masculinity and yeah. it's just what they do. Yeah. I don't believe the majority of them do it because of a genuine need to be a parent. I'm sorry, I really I don't. don't. No, I don't Very agree with that interesting. I think a lot of people do. I think, oh, I think, James and I are going to fall out. I, well, I just <laughs> think, I, I, for yeah. me, I think a lot of parenting is actually ego. They want their own child. Because if, you, if you're that desperate to parent, adopt a baby. There are plenty, or oh, adopt a teenager. That's you really know, interesting. I'm sorry, I just no, think I just, there is I, a link I, there. I think you're really discounting a whole kind of like primal urge there I think maybe but I just think I that there are, you know. well that's the thing that's what yeah. I keep going back to primal like yeah we I spoke about this a lot in the show when we're thinking about men and women and we go way back to caveman years what you know we can't really fight what we're rooted with and I think yeah. that's why sometimes people with women for example and I'm just talking broadly women find it strange that other women don't want to have children because yeah we're bit it's built in us that that's what we do but you can't you know? seriously think that there are tons of men walking around out there who just, you know, are, are doing it for only to see a version oh, of themselves. They be, but no, you know, just as many men are capable of loving. No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm saying there's there is a small percentage of people I think, and and that's why you know I, I find it really weird. Like if you if you want to be a parent. Why do you feel so strongly about wanting a son versus yeah. wanting a daughter? You know, I find those oh, yeah, are the men. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. Those yeah, are the men yeah. I find a bit like, yeah. you, it's really about... they want someone to go to the football with. I was Maybe. just about to say that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they do. Although my husband was praying for a girl because he hates... He said, <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what to do with a boy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. my dad My dad is uh, nearly 60. Is he? Oh, no, he's just turned 60. And he's got a four-year-old. Um, and he said that was a fascinating time for him because, you know, he's done it three times with me, Martha and George at a very normal age. And to do it again, he was like, I'm so glad she was a girl. If she was a boy, I'd, he was like, he was like, my whole life. Oh, God, I'm ready to play golf for the rest of my life. Now I've got to get the fucking paddling pool out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've only got yourself to blame. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, no, yeah, he was glad it was a girl. Settle down, Mick yeah. Jagger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so naughty. <laughs> but you know, it's it's one of those things. I think I think you hit the nail on the head, Joe. I think it's one of those things. It's a big subject, and I think you do what's right for you. And I think mm. don't judge other people. For as much as I've sat in judgment massively on loads of people, <laughs> uh, I guess we all need to just accept. Do you do what you want, and oh, whatever's and right for you? Yeah, and, and, and it's not a one size fits all, is it Definitely. for everyone? Especially when it comes to children and exactly. families. Amen. Sure. That. What'll be will be. Totally. Emily Atak, James Williams, is it just me who would rather chew my own face off than sit through a conference call? Uh. Oh, <laughs> we're all I... agreed. Move on. Yeah, we're Next. pretty much done on that they, one, I think. I, I've, uh, honestly, they are... I No, I can't be dealing isn't with it. Isn't it awful? I can't concentrate on one person on the phone, let alone five in a and room. And you don't know who the hell's talking. No. And then it takes... Nobody has ever seamlessly patched into a conference call no, no. that's one thing no <laughs> or I'll forget Skype as well when they start bringing that all in oh. and no. then someone just freezes and pixelates oh. and yeah I know just get in a room oh. just get, get try and get everyone in a room yeah I mean I I was on one of the worst conference calls ever but to the point whereby I couldn't hear a, I was the person calling in and I couldn't hear a word anyone was saying apart from every other word and you, it's that thing when you're in a nightclub yeah. and someone's talking at you and you ask them twice and at the end you just go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, and, you, and they could have just said, I'm going to stab you in the neck. And you yeah. just go, yeah, ha uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just winging the whole thing. It's just, I just awkward, thought, isn't I'm it? Gonna, I'm going to tell a really gossipy story now. <gasps> go I, on. I was once on a conference call years ago with Karen Brady. Oh. 
Oh man, that was, I mean, she wasn't even in the room and I was so terrified. It was, really? she was, we were, we all had, we were judging, um, some people it was a very worthy thing it was it was people who were going to get a grant to do a social sort of business project that would help women so it was a fantastic thing to be involved in and it was like you know had people who were bringing in um special sinks for cancer patients so they could wash their hair when in, in hospital it was like really strange stuff like that but good stuff yeah and i'd made my decisions and all these people had made their decisions and karen just like basically disagreed with all of our decisions at every point. And, I, and it was just sort of interminably long, but she was like really, really good at the protracted silences. Mm. So I would say, well, I think, actually I disagree because blah, 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 and this and this, and that we just a really like 10 second pause. Well, oh, and then she'd God. go, God. we'll just do that then. <gasps> oh, just, did you get a really like, and, hot ass? Exactly. <laughs> and I just thought, oh. maybe if I could see you, I wouldn't be feeling quite as awful about it. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, it's just that lack of visual contact. Oh God, it's, it's awful. And yeah. I spend my life putting it on loudspeaker and just getting on with tasks. Yeah. And um, people are like, what do you think about that, Emily? I'm like, yep, sounds good. I, mean, I, I do love that there was one, t- talking of, this, of the Skype call, my friend who's quite a high-powered businessman was on a Skype call and his boyfriend totally forgot and just walked past, st- start bullet naked in the background. Oh, see, I effects. wish that had happened on my conference. <laughs> <laughs> that would wake you all up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, at least there's an element of the visual makes it slightly more, yeah. oh, who knows. But um, yeah, it's just, you would think though by now, I mean, talk about the adulting things we should have nailed by this point yeah. in life. You would have thought by now we could have a good quality conference call. Yeah. Why is the technology not there? Why is it not in place? I just can't bear it. If this, The second I hear the two words, <laughs> conference call. A I part go. of you dies. <laughs> yeah, but e- even an analog conference call, i.e. a real life meeting, <laughs> they can drop dead as well. Oh. I hate meetings. Awful. Yeah. And, and also that, pointless so meetings. Me- yeah. Some, honestly, meetings about meetings. Oh my God. It's just for no reason <laughs> at all. I've Sometimes I go to meetings. 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 <laughs> I literally yeah. sit there going, I can't believe we've had to work this in the diary yeah. and we're just having a vibe. Do you know what I mean? People just want to have a vibe. Those Im- it's those invitation invites. But I think the second they introduced mm. those sort of email invitation, e- you know, those... It's very uh, passive yeah. aggressive. That's yes. when it started getting out of control, where people now yes. just start doing like an invitation oh. to an invitation meeting. You're like, what? Just come and talk to me at my yeah. desk or just call me up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, do we, do we you know, should we get some cocktails? <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, yeah. I've got to be... <laughs> Oh, man, what meetings are you going to? I know. I've I never know. had some a cocktail fun, in a meeting. Some of them end up being pointless fun ones when the alcohol's involved. I'm like. only doing meetings with Emily Atak from now on. Well, if it, it's, my cocktails. it's my rule. If there's booze, I'll go. If not, forget it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's why there's a big jug of margaritas exactly. here, right? At <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. But, um, Excellent rules yeah, to Yeah, I remember once having a four-hour meeting and, and in part of the meeting, this is years ago in another job, um, we were deciding on a mission statement for the company and we spent a good hour debating whether we should use the word the or a. And I sort of like, oh, sort of like had an out of body experience where I was looking down at these people thinking, this is my life now. And you I can't, this is two hours I can't Did get Did you back. lose the will to live or a will to I live? Lo- <laughs> I lost, I, I don't know. I, I really can't you answer that question minutes, anymore. She went minutes. to the pub and had the wine. <laughs> the wine. <laughs> I think I had an inner scream. You ever sat in a meeting and in your head you're just going, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Oh, I do that a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, meetings are boring. Meetings are. That's why they should. So well, there was, there's that theory is that you should always have no seats 
If you had no seats in a meeting, oh, if you had stand, yeah. if you had people, people standing up in a meeting, they get tired. They, 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 they want to wrap it up quicker. But again, yeah. with the adulting thing, I think people hold meetings just to feel like grown-ups. Yes, don't they? I think so. They go, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. have a meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than sure. it just being a chat, yeah. they have to formalise it and give it an adult name yeah. like meeting. If you sit there and go, oh, I've, I've got a meeting after that's so grown-up. Yes, yeah. like oh. Okay. You, you won't hear a nine-year-old go, yeah, I've just got a meeting. Yeah. Um, some of my friends think it's hilarious. It's when I said, <laughs> some of my friends swear they'd never heard the term breakfast meeting until they met me. They're going, what? A breakfast meeting? What, you go to have breakfast and pretend that's a meeting? I'm going, what? it is. What oh, are you talking about? Meeting. Some people just, just do not try to get a lunch no, meeting in my diary. Early, I will <laughs> punch you. An early yeah. meeting? <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, but I'm at like least, but at least you get fed, Emily. Nine thirty. Yeah. yeah, but you get food. Oh. It's better than a crackly conference call. Oh God, oh, nine thirty. Oh, we blow her mind. There's bacon. There's bacon. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's in. She's back in. All right, fine. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, conference calls can suck it. And mimosas. Can... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We're in. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Guys, is it me who just decorates when I'm bored? Well. Not just decorating, I move things around. <laughs> And pretend that I'm tidying up. In your own house, or not in other people's houses. (laughs) Oh, actually, I kind of do it in other people's houses as well. It's just to show, it's it's instead of tidying up. So there's a pile of washing there. I go, right, what do I do with that? Okay, I'm just going to plonk it on top of something else. And then it's done. To so it's not up, really decorating. To mix up the aesthetic of yeah. the pile of laundry. So then it's is not that, in that corner. It's in another corner. your contribution to the great Japanese art of feng shui. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. completely. Yeah. I literally, or, you know, when you, that's another thing. You're having a bit of a breakdown. Right, I'll just move my bed. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? See, I'm going to move my bedroom around. a lot of effort. I do think decorating is a weird thing because you, no matter how much you like your house and no matter how settled you feel in it, inevitably, I, I think for me, it's about a month before mm. I then go... I find something else. Go, oh, that that needs doing. Yes. Or, oh, do you know, I've never quite liked that doorknob. Yes. Or 
isn't it? It's weird. Totally. There's this... I have never seen a house get more sorted out than yours. And in, in, in lightning <laughs> no. flash time is when you moved in. I know, but still, it's it's it, it, you're never fully done. No, I think never. That's, I think that's another that's thing so that true. they don't tell you about adulting. Yes, you will never be fully never got some it. new shutters yesterday. Did oh. you? How frigging grown up is that? Oh, that is. That's, I mean, that's adulting for See, you. See, that's pleasing. Oh yeah, yeah, it's amazing. But you've just moved into a relatively new yes. place. Are you, are you doing lots of work? Oh or? my god, it's funny that we're talking. Your about bed. This. I have to say, your bed makes oh. me very tense. God, the, the in the opening episode still got that bed no no it's <laughs> thank gone. god it, well, honestly when that bed turned that up that looked like something out of friends for people who haven't seen yet I, in the first yeah. episode oh. you see that Emily's bed is far too big for her so room. I didn't I didn't measure up because who does that Adults, yeah. clearly. Like, I parents do things like that. And I'd ordered it. No, and everyone was like, have you, have yeah. you measured? Emily, I'm like, no. Emily, adults use masking tape on the floor so you get a real sense of dimensions. That's yeah. real adulting for well, you. Well, I've learned my lesson there because <laughs> this huge bed arrived. And I, so what happened was, this is very naughty. The It was half seven in the morning and the bed arrived. I hadn't been asleep for very long. I was so hungover. I'd been out with my friends, really Standard. hungover. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, oh God, I forgot it was being delivered. So half seven in the morning. And then, so Indecent. I said, right, I'm going to go in the spa. I just said to them, I was really straight. I said, I'm really hungover. I'm going to go into the spare room so you can just crack on and set the bed up. It's all been paid for. Da, da, da. And just let me know when you're done. They're like, yep, yeah, fine. I was in the spare room, like dribbling. And um, they just popped their heads in the spare room and went, right, we're done. I went, cool, see you later. Slept for another two hours, whatever. Oh, I mean, they could have had your stereo. I know, I, I mean, know. <laughs> so trusting, ridiculous. And then I went into my bedroom and I went, oh, no, no. And there's this huge bed. You'll see it in episode one. Massive bed taking up all the room I mean, in my bedroom. It literally became a bedroom. Yes. There's literally only I a bed. I couldn't walk room. in it. I had to, if I wanted to walk anywhere in my bedroom, I had to walk over the bed. It's ridiculous. So I learnt my lesson there. Um, so you've now got a, a bed that fits. I know it's still just a mattress on the floor. <laughs> oh, I know. Emily. I because, love this. Because it's a it futon, takes, futon. It takes yeah. weeks to come. Yeah, that is the problem with furniture. Another thing they don't tell you about being an adult. Yeah, how long it takes for furniture yes, to I arrive. Yes, I still haven't got a sofa. <laughs> but this is the one area where my husband is absolutely correct in my sort of like adulting fail. If I didn't have him in my life... I would be sitting in a room somewhere on yeah. a futon, on a on a yeah. mattress on the floor with my starter student pine furniture, yeah. um, a couple of probably Smiths posters on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I would have absolutely just stagnated at nineteen years yeah. old. Well, this is kind of what I'm yeah. doing. I'm still in this mindset of I, I still feel like a a seventeen year old. So and you still look like yeah. one. Thank you. Yeah, I got no makeup on, so I look nine today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I and I'm finding as well, like if you don't clean and tidy your house every single day, it will get so dirty yeah. so quickly. Another, it's a nightmare. True. And do you know what I've done? This is really indulgent and really naughty. I wouldn't have done this before. Um, but I've hired. She's coming tomorrow. I've hired somebody to come and do everything. And I'm talking laundry, cleaning ironing everything I, I just couldn't handle it anymore it was get, the stacks were getting higher I, I couldn't I, the bathroom was getting messier like a life organiser yeah my, so she's coming dream, in tomorrow and I can't wait my dream is a butler how much yeah. do you think they cost? Do you know what? My one was hardly anything. My, <laughs> my butler. Snip. No, my yeah. lady that's coming tomorrow. I know, a butler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on the jungle if they ask. Yeah. So you can get a butler funny. at the when end you're, of it. When you're so busy yeah. and you're a moron like me, 
I need the help. I do. And, you know, I'm on my own. I live on my own there. I've got a lovely boyfriend now, so that's very nice. But, you know, realistically, he's he's a normal person that Deputy has a job. Deputy butler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he can be, he's a butler in the buff. Butler. Yeah. <laughs> he's my evening he's a, adult he's a, butler. He's a sexy special butler. <laughs> he only wears yeah. a thong, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I've got this woman coming tomorrow and I'm so excited. I, and I, just, I would be. I'm excited you more, for you. Are you more excited to see her when you get home than your boyfriend? I yes. You are. Yeah, I would <laughs> Massively. Be. And that shows age as well, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. But I was going to say, as a vice goes, if, you know, if, if when you're de- terribly bored, you decorate. I think that's a pretty yeah. harmless one to have. Yeah, I think it's really Not therapeutic. Cheap. Not cheap. No, no. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll are probably a lot more expensive, actually, because yeah. home decor costs. Yeah. What do I do? I when felt I'm bored? Re- much better once before when I was feeling really down and I like painted a wall <laughs> in my room and I really, I really. Oh, I, would I painted my myself. stairs in a lunch break once and it was really, it was oh, like one of the yeah, things I thought. Nice. And that's why I kind of. Again, it's one of the things you never would have done that in your life. And you're not weird. allowed to do it. You're not allowed to do it when you're a kid. <laughs> so it's one of those things you go, well, I can do this now because I'm a grown up and you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. It's one of those things. And that's what all grown ups do. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> I can come in whenever yeah. I want. I still feel that like yeah. that now. And on that, kid, on that note. you like Will Ferrell enough if you could just do episode <laughs> of like a bag of Haribo for breakfast today. Yes. <laughs> I do this. I do this. And I stay out till five in the morning because I can. Yeah. I don't want to stay out till five in the morning. I do it because I can. She's a grown up lady. She is. So she, yeah. I know, you, you, you've been blessed to spend half an hour in the company of two great adults who've really got their shit together, oh, haven't yeah. they, Joe? Oh, you're, no, but you're perfect. <laughs> Two people over there, not us. You're a perfect version of adults. No, never grow up. Growing up is boring. Let's all stay adolescent teenagers. Do it later. Yeah, exactly. Bore off. At least Um, now we we have the freedom to just be kids running around being naughty and not being told off exactly well, I get uh, well, and on that I'm, note before we're to told off by your PRs because we have run out of time because Emily's got a very busy day because she's got a lot of things to do I've Emily changed. thank you so much for joining <laughs> thank us thank you this um, has been great yeah do check out Emily's new show Adulting on the W channel on the 26th of June yes uh, thank you so much Emily thank you're you. welcome back anytime I'd I knew you'd to. be a natural at this we loved having oh, you uh, good luck with everything thank, thank you everyone you. for listening and we'll see you very soon let's go bye to bye. the pub bye <laughs>